every single month we were selling out, sold out, selling out, sold out, sold out, sold out. And then eventually I'm going into like month six. That's when we hit like over $100,000 in revenue. So I, so I made six figures in six months with the Opera Men's Club. And it's crazy because I tell people all the time, I'm like, yo, roughly like three and a half out of those six months, we were sold out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I could only imagine if we had the inventory for those three months, it would have been like 200,000. <laughs>
You know what I'm saying? And I have like the travel bags. I have the backpacks. I have basically items that, you know, cater to a specific group of audience, which is people like me. You know what I'm saying? Who want to look good, who want to look luxury, who want to have that kind of like designer streetwear, but for an affordable price. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, damn, you know, like I already have the tools and the resources and the knowledge and the education to know how to build an online business. I just haven't done it successfully yet. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you know, like, let me just start piecing this together, you know what I'm saying, and see where it goes, you know. So from 2018, um, from the summer of 2018 up until like December of 2020, I was just in launch mode, just getting everything ready, uh, talking manufacturers, putting together a whole business plan and marketing plan. And then uh, we launched about two years later, and it's it's been phenomenal, man. Like I ain't, I ain't looked back since, you mm. feel me? So that's kind of like the origin story to what the Opulent Men's Club is now. You know what I'm saying? So, okay, okay. And so yeah, touching on something that you definitely said, you said you've been doing it or you've been in the business realm since 2015. So yeah. let's go a little bit even before that. Was business yeah. something that you always wanted to get into or right. how did you get into the business realm? Yeah, so business definitely not. Um, you know, growing up, I kind of saw myself just kind of going to the NFL, pursuing that dream because my father, you know, he was a college athlete. He played for the University of Miami. He won like two national championships with them. And his goal was to go to that next level, right? Go to the NFL. But, you know, for him, he had like a really, really bad, you know, like leg injury. And that basically ended his career, right? So growing up, right, me looking up to dad, I'm like, dad, you know, like, I want to do what you did, right? But instead of, you know, I, I want to take it to the next level, right? I want to go to a D1 college. I want to go to the NFL and just kind of put our family in a position where we ain't got to worry about no money, bro. We don't got to worry about bills being late, rent rent being late, lights turned off. Like, we don't got to worry about that, you know? So I'm going to position us to build generational wealth and just be financially free of our time freedom and just honestly just make my dad proud, mm. you know what I'm saying? So that was kind of like my ideal, like, dream and goal was to kind of, like, go to the NFL, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I started playing ball like around like the age of like 10 years old, where I started playing ultimate football and kind of like around that time, you know, coaches and even my dad started like taking like a notice to me. Like, damn, okay, you know, like this kid, he's he's talented, right? He, he's fast, he's disciplined, you know, he potentially has what it takes, you know what I'm saying? So um, kind of started my whole football career from there. And I'll never forget, like, you know, I played ultimate football from like the age of like 10 to like 13 years old. And after that, I was going to go into high school. And uh, just when I went to high school, like it, it was crazy because typically when you go to play like, you know, football or just even like sports in high school, typically you start like on JV first, junior varsity, mm. right? To get the experience, you know what I'm saying? Before you go and play with the bigger boys. But for me, because I was like so talented, I went straight into um into high school as a freshman and I oh, started man. on varsity, you know what I'm saying? So at that point, it was like, damn, like. I, I can really start now seeing like the things that I envision for myself actually coming to fruition. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, like I'm a, I'm a freshman on varsity and now I'm getting all of these different like college looks. And I'll never forget, like we had um, a national, a national game, play one of the top ranked schools in the nation. They were called Dr. Phillips. And I remember that was like my first, you know, high school game ever starting as a freshman. And that game, I had like six catches for like 106 yards Damn. as a freshman playing a nationally ranked team. So like I said, at that point, it was like an explosion for me, dog. Like I got all like these like these colleges letters and um, the scouts reaching out to me. Remember LSU reached out to my coach, actually went out there and won MVP at their camp and just things were, I was in a really, really good place when it came to football. You know what I'm saying? I was just, like I said, I saw myself getting to that next level. You feel me? And uh, just, you know, unfortunately, kind of like as my high school career kind of like progressed, I can't really tell you like, where exactly things changed for me, but I had like a shift. 
and I and still to this day I think about it, I'm like damn like what happened just out of nowhere just like my career just started going like just down this rabbit hole mm. right I, I lost my confidence I started doubting myself you know coaches doubting me teammates doubting me and I just went to a phase mentally where I just stopped believing in myself mm. you know I, I just I just stopped believing in myself and because of that you know it showed up in my performance right I wasn't dropping passes missing assignments not doing certain plays. And it was just crazy, man, because I remember, like, I used to wake up every single day, bro, and just work, 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 bro, practice after practice, bro. And I used to sometimes be up until, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, just out of the park, just running around, just doing different workouts, doing different drills, and had to be up at 5 o'clock in the morning that same exact day to go to school. You know what I'm saying? That's something I was doing every single day, bro. But, you know, just just things didn't work out for me. And, I, and I'll never forget the day, dog. Like, you know, it was my senior year of high school, which is like your biggest, you know, year as a, as a um, college athlete. Well, not college athlete, as a high school athlete. And I remember, bro, like, it was signing day, you know, which is the day you decide, hey, like, you know, like, what college are you going to go on to at the next level? And I'll never forget, dog. It was one of the most painful moments of my life, bro. Like, remember, I was in the auditorium in high school, and I was literally sitting in a chair just like this, bro, sitting in a chair. And I saw like all of my friends, you know, just on stage and they were all just basically selecting and picking the colleges that, that they were going to go on to, to good side next level, right? Play college football. And I remember, bro, I just sat there, dog, with zero offers. I had nothing, bro. Mm. Nothing. You feel me? And I was just like, damn, bro, from the age of 10 to 18 years old, this was all I dreamed of, bro. This is all I dreamed of. And when I finally get to that moment where it's like, you know what, this is it. I don't have anything, bro. Nothing. You feel me? So just put me in a position where I'm like, damn, like I put in all this, all this work, bro, all this time, all this energy. And I, I just kind of felt like I was lying to myself the whole entire time. Like I was lying to my family. Because here I am telling them, yeah, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. We're gonna be straight. Bills paid, you know, millions of dollars. I'm on TV, this is that and the third. But come signing that I don't have anything. You know what I'm saying? So just put me in a place mentally, bro. I'm like, shit <laughs> you know what i'm saying like like damn like like what is next for me football was all i knew nobody told me i could be an entrepreneur or, or own a business or that i was smart enough to get a degree just do different things this was all i literally knew so now that that was out of the picture what's next you know what i'm saying like what's that? i was eight literally 18 years old thinking my life was over bro at 18 years old you feel me so you know man and then i just um yeah, I came across e-commerce, bro, and that shit, it changed my life, bro. Like, that's literally changed my life. You feel me? So, mm. yeah, Damn. it was tough, man. It was tough. Your was story, tough. you didn't have an injury, but your story definitely yeah. similar to uh, Inky Johnson. Mm. So, you know, Inky Johnson's shift from, you know, football to somewhat entrepreneurship. You know, he speaks on stages and everything like that. Definitely. It, yeah. it takes a certain individual to develop that mindset to just be like, okay, if one area don't work for me, I'm going to just switch to another area. And so right. once you switch to entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. what did you start see? What did you start seeing change in your life? Yeah. So, so one thing that, that I would say, and, and this is what, you know, just for anybody who's even watching this podcast, who maybe aspires to be an entrepreneur, like one thing that I want to say is like, yo, this shit takes work, bro. It takes work, y'all. I'm telling you, you feel me? And just for me, just being that I was a former athlete, you know what I'm saying? Like I had the discipline, I had the dedication, I had the hard work. So coming into entrepreneurship, I just carried over all those same traits and, and I just took it, you know, into the business. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, like, yo, like it, it's, it's, it's work, man. It's work. You feel me? Like you, you have a certain goal that you want to hit. You have a certain, you know, um, 
accomplishments that you want to achieve like you know like all this shit takes work but um just some things that I started noticing as I transitioned from like being like okay like you know former athlete to now I'm getting into the world of like business it's a completely different world Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a completely different how did your bro. family respond to you not uh pursuing football anymore and going towards business listen <laughs> like yo so it was it so the thing about it right is that being that that was kind of like my lifelong dream and that i got i got everybody kind of like hooked into that dream and involved with me on it when i told them i wasn't playing football anymore it was kind of like what you mean not playing football no more? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 what do you mean like, that you're not doing this? You know what I'm saying? And um, it it was tough, man. It, it was tough because um, especially you know coming from my dad, you know what I'm saying, just being like I said that like he was a former college athlete and he invested like a lot of like his time and just like money into, into trying to develop me as a, as a player. So when I told my when I told him that like yo like like I'm done like football is not it, I just know that that really kind of like affected our relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, damn, like, you know, I was really playing football because I wanted to really kind of like develop a deeper, more solid connection with my father. And that was kind of the same thing for him. Like, yo, like we don't, we didn't really have too much in common, like outside of football. So playing football was a way for me to build like connection. But um, just, you know, when I told him like, hey, like, like I'm done. I just, it, it was, you know, his response to it, you know, it wasn't really, it wasn't positive. I'll just say that. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go into all the details, but it, it definitely wasn't positive. You know what I mean? And that just kind of made it a bit harder for me to kind of like figure out like, what's my what's my next step in life? Because I feel like I didn't have the support from my family. I felt like everybody kind of gave up on me. I felt like all of my friends were moving on in life, going to college, had a whole plan. And I'm just sitting here like, what's next? You know what I'm saying? So, So did you have... Did you go straight into entrepreneurship after that? Or did yeah. you like, you know, you had jobs along the way or yes. how'd that work? So I had kind of like a mix of both. So the, the first real kind of like entrepreneur, um, you know, experience that I had was right from playing like football, I transitioned into becoming a personal trainer. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because that was kind of like the easiest transition going from like playing football and working out all the time. Okay, cool. I'm just going to do personal training. And I know there's a lot of athletes out there and people are probably watching this video who were former athletes and and I can speak on behalf of them when I say like, yo, like that's making that transition from playing like sports and now trying to transition into the real world. It's, it's tough. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of, and a lot of, you know, athletes, they kind of make that same transition where they get right into like health and fitness. They start doing personal training and trying to train clients and train people. Right. So for me, like I said, I kind of like jumped right into doing like a, like personal training. I had a company called DWR Fitness, which stood for dedication work results. Mm. So um, I did that for a while and you know, after like a year or two years, you know, of doing personal training, you know, I was burnt out, man. Mm. I was burnt, bro. I was burnt because, you know, around that time, I didn't really kind of like understand like the value of like, I guess like money and like services. So I was definitely undercharging for what I was doing. I was charging like $12 per session, bro. As a mm. personal trainer, $12 per session. Damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This was back in, in 2015, you know, so I was better off just probably just getting a regular job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, charging $12 per session. And bro, I was like up until like eight o'clock in the morning and wouldn't get home until like seven, eight o'clock PM, just training all these clients on a daily basis. And it got to a point where I was like, yo, like, I can't do this anymore. You know what I'm saying? And if I want to make more money, then I have to train more clients. But if I train more clients, I have no time for, for anything else. You know what I'm saying? And it got to a point where I was like, man, like, 
it would be some days where, bro, I would literally miss a session because I fell asleep. I was so tired working. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that was a whole, like, you know, my first experience, like I said, actually owning a business. And, you know, I just decided to just move on from there because it was two years, bro. I probably made, probably made like, maybe like $1,500, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, in those two years doing personal training. And then just from, like, my parents' perspective, it was like, yo, like, here we have, you know, our son didn't drop out of college, basically. He's trying to do this whole entrepreneurship business thing, but he's not nothing's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, like nothing's moving. He's not making any money. He's not doing this and that. You know what I'm saying? So it just kind of put me in a position where I was like, damn, bro, like it's tough. You feel me? It was tough. You know what I'm saying? So um, like I, said, I quit doing that completely. And then that's when I really told myself, you know, like, okay. I gotta figure out a way to really make money. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to take out more clients, that, that's not what it is. If, if I take out more clients, I'm just gonna be more tired. And I, I just don't wanna do that. So how can I kind of like really, you know, amplify my income? Like what's the next step? And that next step for me was actually getting into the online game. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Cause I tell myself, you know what? If I'm a personal trainer, right? And I'm servicing, let's say South Florida, Miami, for example, I'm only I'm only really limited to how much money I can make based upon the amount of people I can actually serve within that area, right? But if I take my services online, I have millions of people, right? Millions of people who I can sell my product or my service to just buy my digital program and, th and then that's good, mm. right? So I'm like, you know what? Online is kind of like, the next best thing for me. And I remember I was watching a lot of videos from like Ty Lopez, who's like an internet entrepreneur. And he was like, yo, like all his ads, like, yo, like, you know, I'm a regular person and I've made millions of dollars online selling everyday products. Yeah, we all seen them. You too. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like here in my garage, you know what I'm saying? That video, <laughs> you feel me? So I was like, you know what? Like, let me give this whole online business kind of like, kind of like a go, you know what I'm saying? And just kind of like see where it takes me. You feel me? And then, yeah, man. That was okay. A, okay. Yeah. I went. I went in on that answer, bro. Like, <laughs> you hey, know no, that's that's what we want. You know, we <laughs> you know, at attractive mindset, we're trying to give yeah. them that that insight to the backstory of you know everybody always sees like the golden hour moments. They always right. see the you know success. Here we are. These are the companies, but they right. never see the build up to it. They never see the groundwork to it. They never know the pre story, or they they right. don't take enough time to look into the pre story, and so. Right. You know, we're we're here to give him some game and some you tips. Did, and yeah. so hey, my dog Rich, man, he got the mindset. <laughs> he he come he coming with with it. He on this podcast, I'm telling you, he coming with it. You feel me? So so with yeah. you scaling into the online business, you yep. went immediately from um doing the training into Ibelin's Men's Club or so no, so so what I did was I went from doing so I was still doing personal training around that time. So mm -hmm. what I told myself, like, hey, I'm I'm gonna try to take this online. So what I started doing was I started developing like um like just different like online nutritional companies. Um, mm -hmm. I had one called Lean Health Solutions, um, another one called Slim Bar Tea, um, and there's another one called Weight Loss Mastery Guide. And basically, I'm, I was just trying to sell different weight loss programs, different uh, supplements online. Almost got into doing Herbalife too. Almost mm -hmm. got into that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and yeah, I, I did that for for maybe about, about like like a year or so, but that wasn't working out. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Like, what's the next best transition for me? And around that time, uh, network marketing was popping, bro. Mm -hmm. Like everybody was doing it around that time. So um, I started getting into network marketing. Mm -hmm. Right, I did a company called Volition. I was I did a company called Global Impactors. I did um, you know IML. I did Magic. I did TOC. So bro, I, I was literally like doing 
everything that I could and getting my hands on any sort of business that I could in order to just really try to, you know, uplift myself and just get to that next level. Mm -hmm. From the outside looking in, it's like, damn, this man don't did four, five, six different businesses. Like, mm -hmm. what is he doing with his life? And even from my parents, like, yo, what are you doing with your life? And I'm just like, man, I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to like figure it out. And I remember, bro, like just throughout those times, man, I was just starting all those businesses, bro. Like people laughing at me, bro. Like people talking down on me saying, oh, like you will never do this. You will never be this, this, that, and the third. And it hurt, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, bro, like I was putting my all into it, bro. Into every single business that I ever did, I always gave 150% effort. Mm. But it's just like, things never work out how I expected it to. And just when you don't have the support from your family, you know, like really like from your friends, they don't understand your peers and people talking down on you. It gets to you mentally, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't care how strong you think you are, bro. Like, it can get to you mentally. You famous. I was just in the face where it's like, damn, bro. Like, I don't know what else to do. Like my, like my last actual real business that I invested like a lot of money into was a Slim Bar tea. And you know, it, that one did okay. I made like a couple of like $100 like every, like, like, you know, in a month or so. So that was doing okay. But it's just like, man, like, even with that, like, it just, it fizzled out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And at that point, it's like, yo, like, Alex, you're on business number eight, bro. Like, God, where you at? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, like, there's no way that I know that I'm, work I'm one of the hardest working people on the planet. But for some reason, I'm just not getting ahead. So what is going on? You feel mm -hmm. me? Like, <laughs> what's up? You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man. So like I said, I, I did that. And then just after I kind of went through that phase of like failing all these businesses, bro, like, you know, I just kind of like took a step back to myself. And I was like, man, like, I got to figure this out, bro. Like, I'm not going to school. That That's kind of out the, out the picture for me, out the window. I knew that I was destined to be successful, destined to, you know, make an impact and change lives. But I just had to kind of like, figure out my route and figure out that direction, right? And that's just kind of when the idea for the Opal Men's Club literally dropped in my lap, bro. Mm. Like, it literally, like, dropped in my lap. And I tell people to this day, I'm like, yo, like, I never thought I would be, like, selling, like, bags and stuff like that. Like, I, I never envisioned myself doing that. You mm. know what I'm saying? So I, I kind of feel like that whole concept and idea was kind of like God giving it away. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I ran with it. And when I ran with it, it took off. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like it, so when you say off, take off, you know what what, what do you mean? You got to talk to him real quick. When <laughs> you say take okay. off, okay. what do you mean? Right. So when I say take off, okay, cool. So I officially launched the business, okay, on December 12, 2020, mm. right? So roughly 30 days into the business after we launched, right, we hit about um, 10,000 followers, right? So we went from like zero to 10,000 followers. And I made like around $22,000 in my first 30 days, mm. right? Now, mind you, for me, coming from my past, where it's like every single thing that I did, I failed at. And then coming from this in 30 days, I make $20,000. I'm like, yo, like, where is this back in? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, nah, it, it just completely took off, dog. And it was like every single month we were selling out, sold out, selling out, sold out, sold out, sold out. And then eventually... I'm going into like month six. That's when we hit like over one hundred thousand dollars in revenue. So I so I made six figures in six months with the Opera Men's Club, and it's crazy because I tell people all the time. I'm like, yo, roughly like three and a half out of those six months, we were sold out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I could only imagine if we had the inventory for those three months, 
hundred. It would have been like two hundred thousand. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it would have been crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, it it took off, bro. It took off. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, okay, and so yeah. you said that was 2020 in six months, and so fast yeah. forward to 2022, about to be 2023. Yeah, what's the growth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the growth honestly it, it it has been you know tremendous and just because i know us people watching this they they're gonna want to know some numbers right mm -hmm. so again we started december 12th uh you know 2020 so let's just let's just say we kind of really started getting our, our wheels running in january 2021 right mm -hmm. so about roughly 16 months later from from there we did about half a million dollars in sales mm -hmm. and then now we're basically up to roughly um last time i checked six hundred and like thirty thousand dollars in revenue so far and then obviously we're going to grow on to now produce over you know a million dollars you know in gross revenue within like these next few months you know what i'm saying but and even though that's kind of like cool and all like from a numbers perspective it's like just the amount of like you know growth you know that i kind of experienced just going from like zero to where i am right now it's it's incredible you know what i'm saying because of the fact that you know everything that i now kind of get into now it's a first time experience for me like i've never made this much money before you know what i'm saying i didn't really know about like hiring employees and doing this this that and the third so it's like you know when you kind of get into a business and you start scaling it you go through all of kind of like these like growing pains you know what i'm saying where you're trying to like figure things out okay this this is that this is this is that and the three and you're trying to figure things out you know what i'm saying so one of the most important things that I've done to kind of get to where I am within within that sort of short amount of time was I continually just develop myself mentally. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That was one of the most important things, but just continuously developing myself, continuously investing back into myself, investing back into my education so I can ensure that every new and next level that I reach at, I can ensure that I can mentally, you know, that I'm mentally prepared to receive what is coming. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because I feel like a lot of time is like, Everybody says, hey, I want to make $100,000. I want to make six figures. I want to make a million dollars. But it's like the person who you are right now is not ready to handle that. Mm. And if you do end up getting it, you're going to lose it. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like I had to really just dive in and just lock in, bro. And just, like I said, investing to myself, reading books, hiring mentors, uh, taking courses. It's always just reinvesting all the money back into myself. So it's like, you know, okay, cool. Like now that I'm here mentally, like now that I'm my kind of like a mental state of mind aligns with the actual vision that I want for myself, I'm going to go get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to go get that shit. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? So, yeah, man. I need yeah, the caveat man. back on on what he said. I don't think y'all really understand. This yeah. man said around his eighth or ninth business is when it finally took off. You know, you have people that start businesses one, two, three, even four maybe that'll just quickly give up or quickly yeah. try to, you know, turn it into something that it's not and they'll just be like man i don't know what i'm doing wrong or i don't know this and that but to have the consistency yeah consistency is a big factor when it comes to business when it comes to self-employment business and then you know at the same time you know it's a topic that's at hand but we're black men in america so yeah. we're not even doing business like uh -huh. you know normal business should be done and y'all understand what i mean by uh -huh. normal business yeah. but you know there's always <laughs> yeah. challenges that go with it and so to hear that you continued that you know opposed the the family going against you the friends going against you yeah. you just failing so many times and sticking to the program of that level of consistency that that's uh -huh. a lot my guy that's a yeah. lot and you definitely deserve your flowers for yeah. that definitely yeah, deserve gotta clap it, it up for that and so so it, now that it. you have this, what does your family say? <laughs> <laughs> and it's 
and and I laugh because it's it's just funny because when, when you first start like doing something that's kind of like abnormal in terms of like what society wants you to do, which is go to school, get education, you know, get along, whatever, do all of that. If you do anything that's outside of that of that normal, then it's like, what are you doing? Like, don't do that, do this, do that. You know what I'm saying? So they, they want to kind of like conform you to what society wants. But just anyway, just, just now now it's just different. You know what I'm saying? Like like when I have conversations with like my family and like, you know, my dad, my mom, my sisters, it's 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 it's, it's just funny because it's like, man, like now, you know, my dad, like, he sees what I'm doing. He's like, you know, like, I want to start my own business. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So he's actually working on starting his own, um, like, online clothing company. Uh, the name of it, uh, I forgot the name. Actually, it's called One Moment he, mm. he's starting. So he's starting his own online clothing business uh, pretty soon. That's going to launch pretty soon. And obviously, I'm going to kind of help him with that. But it's just kind of good to see that because it's like, you know, like, just growing up, um, you know, me and my dad, we never really kind of had like a close relationship outside of like sports. So now that it's like, damn, like now that I'm at this level, I'm successful. And now him reaching out to me saying like, hey, man, like I'm going to start my own business. I want to do what you're doing. It just kind of it just kind of goes to show me that like, you know, like like my growth as an individual and just how that's his way of saying like, man, like I'm proud of you because I've because through my actions, I've inspired him to say, wow, like this is what my son is doing. Let mm. me try and, and go and figure this out and get on the same path, like building generational wealth. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's just different now. And then just for my mom, like I can say that she's never really like doubted my decisions or my actions because she's always like kind of like believed in me and had like trusted me. But there are some moments where I was like, I, I you, you gotta, I believe you and I trust you, but yo, like, you know, what's going on? <laughs> you feel me? So, but now my mom, she's always supported me and stuff like that. Good thing is too, so I have two sisters, older sister named Nicole, younger one named Faith. So through my company, I actually hired my younger sister full time in the company. So I see her like every single day, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's just great because her working for my company is actually like her first, you know, her first job, you mm. know what I'm saying? So I was like, damn, like your first, you know, you know, your first job came from like your brother's company. Like what? You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? So it's, it's good, man. Like it's good. And, and I just know that this is exactly what i aim to do you know so i aimed to inspire people through just my actions and through who i was because it's like yo like you feel me i always tell it was like man like you never know who is watching you bro mm. like like you never know you feel me and if i can inspire people through my actions just inspire them to kind of like keep going keep being persistent and just get to that next level then my job is done i'm happy you know what i'm saying like it's cool like the money and this this that and the third but it's like damn bro like me really just moving to kind of impact the people, impact the culture, that's going to be my legacy. You know what mm. I'm saying? My legacy kind of falls with him, the people, right? What the people say about me. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's good, bro. It's good with the family. You okay. Know what I'm and good. so for the friends that know you versus what your business actually represents, do you feel like mm -hmm. the two of you clash every now and then? Or how do you <sighs> transcend that? That's a, that's a good question. That's a good question. So, um, I can kind of say that, yeah, it does class. And this is just me being like completely transparent, mm -hmm. right? Because just from an outside perspective, it's like, okay, like Alex is, he's doing great. He has the business, he has this, he knows the marketing, he knows the ads, he knows this, this, that, and the third. But at the same exact time, like I'm a I'm a I'm a human being, bro. I'm a normal person too. Facts. You feel me? So it's it's just kind of like, you know, sometimes I'm put like in a position where 
I guess I kind of put a lot of pressure on myself mm. because I kind of feel like, okay, you know, like obviously like things are going well for me, things are popping. So people within my circle, just within my friends, they'll like reach out to me, ask me for advice, ask me for help. And it's just, you know, and, and that's fine and all, but just sometimes I feel like I put so much pressure on myself because I want to make sure that I can uphold, I guess, like a perfect standard, you know what I'm saying, as far as like, you know, my business or my image or just this, this, that, and the third so I can make sure that like I can help my, my friends, help my family, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But at the same exact time, it's like, yo, like I'm still growing. I'm still learning to this day. You know what I'm saying? There's still a lot of things that, that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like they both kind of clash in a way, but now I'm just trying, but now I'm in the phase now where it's like, you know what, like I'm more accepting of the fact that like, it's okay to not know everything. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It's okay to not be able to do this and do that. And that's the exact reason why you build a network of people. That's why you build, that's why you start building a team of people who can perform different tasks at a better way than, than you potentially can. Cause you don't gotta be Superman, bro. And I feel like a lot of times, like us as entrepreneurs, we put a lot on our plate, bro. We like do. we gotta do this and do that and do this, this, that, and the third. And it can become mentally taxing, especially if you have a team or just family or friends who look up to you to be that be that person every single day that they think you are. But in reality, it can be like, I'm tired of being me, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm tired of having to be the strong one or just the hard one. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it, it gets mentally taxing. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm just like making the two together so I can understand that, like I said, it's okay, bro. Like you don't gotta know everything, but this is what I do know. You know, this is this is what can help you or just whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? So Okay. And so to also caveat back off of something you said earlier, you said investing in yourself with the books and yeah. you know with the programs and everything. You mentioned a mentor. Yeah. How important has that mentor been in helping you scale your business to the next level? One hundred percent important. And and here here's what I say, man. Like a lot of people, you know, they they try to do they try to do things on their own, right? And and it's okay, right? It's okay for you to 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 try to attempt to achieve success on your own and just do different things on your own to get to that next level. But I am telling you, like like hiring a mentor and just working with other people who know more than me, who who are out of who are at a place that I want to be at, just working with these individuals and, and getting gain from them has exponentially you know, just change the trajectory of like my success, you know, in my business. And people always say like, bro, like Alex, like I see your business, man, you know, you got the followers and you know, the revenue is good. Like, yo, like, 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 how did you do it? And I'm like, yo, like I invested into my education. I invested into mentors. That's how I scaled my business so fast. I invested into mentorship, you know what I'm saying? Because Mm -hmm. they already have the tools they have the resources. They have the experience, right, to, to basically get you to where you want to be at. But the only thing, right, the only thing that's basically going to, you know, I guess in a way kind of like prohibit you from getting to that next level is trying to do everything on your own, right? Mm-hmm. Thinking that that you can figure it out. Right? People always say, oh, I'm, I'm going to figure it out. Okay, cool. Good luck, bro. You know what I'm saying? But But for me, I kind of like took the ego away from myself and said, you know what, bro, like, like I'm gonna ask for help. I need the help. You feel me? And it's cool because now that I look back on my journey, I'm I'm here now. I would have never been to where I am right now without the mentorship. It would have took me probably five, 10, 15, 20 years longer to get to where I am right now if I didn't have the mentors invest into that education. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So offer it if you want to achieve success, you you're trying to get there, you want to get there fast, mentor, bro. Mentor. You feel okay, me? okay. Mentor. And so what is some advice that you would give to 
somebody trying to get into the product game because that's essentially yeah. what you're in. You're in the product game. Right. With so mm-hmm. if somebody wanted to start a company from scratch, let's right. say me, mm-hmm. I have a thousand dollars. What is the first step of moves that I should make? Right. So so what I recommend is that you know you you if you want to get into the e-commerce game or just the online game, you first have to identify at least a product or an offer that you want to sell. Right. And that's kind of like just kind of really help you get the ball rolling. Right. Because there's plenty of different things like that that you can sell online. But I always tell people to like try to in the beginning, try to go with like what you're passionate about, because like really like your passion is what's going to lead the way. But anyways, just step one is to actually identify the product or offer that you want to sell online. There's plenty of different online resources where you can actually go to find products that are already actually either made for you. You can get custom products. Right. And to sell online, you get affiliate marketing products. Right. So that's kind of the first thing. And then the second step is once you identify the product or the offer or the service you want to sell online, the second step, and this is the most important step, is now you want to begin developing like a brand around that specific product or service. You feel me? Because I feel like a lot of times when people try to get into the e-commerce game, they get into the game just trying to make a quick buck or trying to make a quick dollar or like, hey, I'm going to just try to drop ship this product or I'm just going to try to throw something up on a website and just try to sell it. And I always tell people like, man, like if you really, really, really want to make money online and make money for, for the long term, build a brand around a product, build a brand around a service, build a brand around your offer. Because if you build a brand around that specific product, service or offer, you can charge, you can charge however much money you want for that product or service because you developed a brand. Look at our brands like Balenciaga mm. and like Nike, Louis Vuitton, you know what I'm saying? Michael Kors, all of them have developed a brand around the product. And if you can kind of structure your business that same exact way, there's longevity in that, right? There's longevity in that, you feel me? And then then even with that, you can build a brand owner for 5, 10, 15, 20 years and have an exit plan where you sell that company for a couple million dollars and now you're just chilling. You know Mm. what I'm saying? You're chilling, you feel me? And there's plenty of ways that you can go to build a brand. One thing that I recommend a website, it's called Fiverr. Right. So Fiverr.com, you go on there and hire a whole bunch of freelancers who can basically do website design for you. They can do logo design for you. They can do um, create mockups for you. They can build out a customized website. Basically, anything that you need for your business, you can get done on Fiverr. And it's at a very, very economical price point. You know what I'm saying? So now that you have identified the product you want to sell, right? You can go to AliExpress. You can go to Alibaba. You can go to um, ClickBank. There's a PLR hustle, you know, that you can go on to just to find products to sell. You identify the product, you start building a brand around that product. And then now my favorite part is you actually get into the marketing aspect of your business, of your brand right now. You feel me? Because I feel a lot of times as business owners, they spend so much time, bro, just trying to develop the product and trying to develop the website and doing the photo shoots and the video shoots and the commercials. They, they put all of this, all of that energy up front into their business, but not one time do they ever think about, okay, you know what? How am I going to sell this actually? Mm. How am I going to drive traffic to my website? How am I going to get customers? And I see all the time, bro, where people come into the game, they start an online business, business looks great. Branding is on point, photo shoots on point, websites on point. But uh uh-oh, come launch day. Oh man, I launched, I only got a few sales, which is for my family and my friends mostly. You know what I'm saying? And they, they keep they keep posting on their stories. They're posting on their feed. And then a couple of weeks pass by. They're not getting any sales. They're not getting any consistency in their business. A couple more months pass by. And now you see they stop posting about their business. They stop sharing their business. Business is just flat. Has, there hasn't been a post on the page in literally weeks. Mm. And that's because of the fact that they didn't really take the time to say, okay, you know what? How am I going to actually market this product? You know, once I build the brand, how can I get customers? Because the most important thing in business dog is cash flow, bro. It's the most important thing. If you don't have a, a constant influx of customers or leads coming into your business, your business is dying. 
your business is literally dying. You know what I'm saying? So with me, that's what I focus on the most. Right? I was like, okay, cool. You know what? Like, I know what I want to sell online. I know I can build a brand. How am I going to market this? How am I going to sell this? Right? And one of the most important, uh, just one of the you know things that I do, you know, my business to help us you know grow so fast is that I re-leverage using other people's audiences, right? Like influencers and just different pages out there who already have millions of followers, who already have hundreds to thousands of followers. And basically what we do is that we pay them to promote, you know, our product on their platform. Cause now what's going to happen, let's say if I pay you $100, right? And your page has, let's say 200,000 followers, right? And I pay you $100 to promote my business. What's going to happen is that, you know, your audience of 200,000 people are going to be introduced to my product or my service. And then from there, all that attraction is going to come back to my page, back to my business, right? Mm -hmm. and, and that can be maybe a few hundred people. It can be a couple thousand people, right? And if you structured your business in the in, in the proper way where it looks good, right? You want to have a decent website. You want to have nice, you know, product pictures and videos. If you do that, then it, it's easy to make money online bro mm. it's easy the followers the sellers the customers it is easy to do that but like i said you have to make sure that you structure your business the proper way you know what i'm saying but and so um, you're speaking very humbly right now uh, I, I know these numbers <laughs> but they may not know these numbers and so i need you yeah. to you yeah. retract a couple steps a little bit and just yeah. one how much do you spend yeah. Or what's the largest amount you've ever spent on uh -huh. ads? And then two, <sighs> okay. you know, what kind of revenue does that bring you back from spending on ads correctly? Right, right. So the most that we've probably spent within like a, a given, let's say a 30 day time frame was probably about like, um, like maybe like almost like 30 grand in a month. And that's just from a combination of like Google ads, we're running on um, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, we're using like influencers or we're using media pages and just, you know, shout out pages on Instagram. So that's like the most that we spend up to date within a 30 day time frame. And just from there, I would say we're, we're averaging anywhere between like maybe like, like 80 to like 90 grand once if we have that much, you know, um, ad spent for that 30 day time frame or, or, or within a month, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So that's kind of like, you know, like, like the numbers from like a, you know, ad spend perspective and what we generate back from that. You okay. Know so y'all hear that? That's beautiful ROI right there. Yeah. And so getting into the process of being uh -huh. able to break that down, uh -huh. um, what would you say to people that can help them scale uh -huh. or market effectively when it comes to the ad game since it's really complicated? Yeah. So, so here's, here's one thing that I want to say, right? If you're wanting to run advertisements for your business, right? Let's just say Facebook ads, right? Because everybody, you know, everybody at least attempts to run Facebook ads. The thing about it is that what people have to realize is that is that running ads for your business, it's not just some easy, quick overnight thing where it's going to magically make you hundreds to thousands of dollars overnight. It doesn't work like that. And I tell people all the time that when you're running advertisements for your business, it's going to help you reveal a lot of loopholes in your business, right? And what I mean by that is, let's just say, for example, right, you're selling a product online and you run an advertisement for that product, right? And from that ad, let's say roughly, I don't know, let's say 100 people came to your website, but from those 100 people, nobody bought our product, nobody checked out. Right. So, so just from a, a regular, you know, mindset perspective, people would say, you know, ads don't work. Right. I spent a hundred dollars. I make no money. What's going on? Right. But you, you have to kind of really put your analytical cap on and kind of like digest. Okay. You know, what? I sent 100 people to my website. Why didn't anybody check out? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? You know, what? oh man, 
your your website it doesn't have any sort of like return policies on there. It, it doesn't have any sort of you know um it doesn't have great product pictures or great just you know just a decently built website, which is the reason why people aren't checking out because your website isn't really building any sort of like trust with that customer, right? And if the customer does not trust you, they are not going to buy from you, regardless of how cheap your products are, how good your your how good you think your products are. They're not going to buy from you if you don't understand the concept of okay, you know what? When a customer comes to my website, there are certain things that I need to have on there to build that trust and that connection with that customer. And if I can build that trust and that connection, then my ads will convert, mm. right? And if not, then okay, you know what? I need to go back to the drawing board and figure out exactly what I need to improve in my business in order to improve my conversion rate, right? So it's really just kind of a game. Uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're trying to get into Facebook ads or just running ads for your business, it's really kind of a game of, you know, going into it and understanding that, you know, okay, Everything that I'm that I'm going to do, it's going to be a test, right? Because I don't know what's going to take off. I don't know exactly what is going to work yet. So you have to come into the minds. You have to you have to approach Facebook ads, just running ads in general, with the mindset of okay, I'm going to spend some money up front. I may make some money, and I may not. But throughout that whole process, what I'm doing is I'm gathering data and information for my business so I can determine, okay, what changes do I need to make in order to, again, improve my conversion rate or just get more money, just make more sales online. And then once you kind of like analyze that and you understand the areas in your business where you need to make those improvements, then that's when that's when you can start scaling. That's when things now start becoming a lot more profitable because you fixed everything that you needed to on the back end. So now when you start running these advertisements, boom, your website's on point, the ad creative looks good, you know, just everything is on point. And now customers are going to start converting when they visit your website. Because what people have to realize is that when you're paying for traffic online, when you're paying for ads, these are actual real people, you know what I'm saying, who are seeing your ads. It's just not some... I don't know, just some bot or user who's going to see the ad and just click on it. No, these are actual real people. So you have to understand exactly how to build an emotional connection with that individual when it comes, you know, just through, through like your ad copy and just through like the picture or video that you represent. And then think about, okay, you know what? Just when they come to my website, you know what I'm saying? Like, just kind of like how are they going to perceive my site? You know what I'm saying? So it's just really just all about understanding your customer and what they want and just, just kind of structuring your brand and your business to kind of deliver on what that customer wants. You know what I'm saying? And that'll make running ads you know, easy, not easy, but easier. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If yeah. You go sense. over all of this in depth in your course, you go 100%. over call to actions, email ah, marketing, everything, everything literally. Everything. So, everything. you know, tell them a little bit about your course. Yeah. So basically, so what I put together is that, so me just understanding that a lot of people who started an online business, they, they really kind of don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what I did was I put together an academy called the online business accelerator. And basically what it is, it's an eight week academy that's designed to develop you into like a super soldier for your business. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're, so you're going to understand everything from how to build the business, right? You're going to understand like product sourcing, how to find vendors, how to find manufacturers, how to find products that you want to sell online. We also go in depth about business credit and business funding because that's, that's one of the things when it comes to like entrepreneurship that I feel like a lot of people aren't up to par on, but literally, man, like just, just being able to leverage other people's money in order to reinvest back into your business without, without using your own cash, right? Without using money from your savings or from your checkings, but using other people's money, yo, it, it can literally catapult your success, right? Mm -hmm. So we go in depth, you know, on business credit, we go in depth on business funding, and then we really kind of go in depth on helping you, you know, on helping you to build the brand, right? So we talk about the website, we talk about website optimization, we talk about how you want to structure your website, how you want to put the content, just how you want to basically build your brand and structure your brand so when a 
cuss. So before you even begin driving, you know, traffic to your website, before you pay for an ad, you have a brand, a business, a website that's fully optimized and ready to take on that traffic, right? So once you build all of that, then we really go and definitely teach you about the marketing, right? So we will go over email marketing. We go over SMS marketing. We go over how to run Facebook ads, how to run Instagram ads. And then we also teach you exactly how to really, really grow your, your business like on Instagram, right? Which I mentioned before, leveraging other people's audiences, right? So we go in depth basically on different tactics you can use on Instagram to get, you know, hundreds to thousands of real followers, mm. plus also customers in that process, right? So we we break down everything in in this academy man so so and and my thing with this i was like okay you know what like from a consumer standpoint is that when somebody comes in this academy right i don't want them to have to go anywhere else for anything right we, we talk about email marketing we talk about sms we talk about credit we talk about facebook ads we talk about instagram we talk about product sourcing and that's really kind of like all the things that you need when it comes to building your e-commerce brand like I, I, I can't think of anything else you know what i'm saying so so we we make it like that just so again people won't have to go here or there or it's like man you know I have a question about this is that a thriller like the academy covers it covers everything basically you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying and, and all you have to do is basically execute on the information and the plays that I put in the academy and if you execute you good you know what I'm saying you feel beautiful me? beautiful and so last question definitely uh, want to touch on <laughs> the aspect of social media yeah and so social media you know. How important is it to, one, manage your time on social media, but also your mm -hmm. audience on social media? Because you may have mm -hmm. friends and friends group like, you know, say ours. We we look super regular. You know, we are super regular. You know, we're not anybody that's on a crazy high, you know, level. But people seem to compare success to mm -hmm a look nowadays they, they right. seem to compare success to oh well you got to be driving this you got to be right. doing that you got to be doing this you know you know and, and both of our businesses do more than half a mil you know right. what i'm saying and we do it in different ways and we have different businesses and so how important is that mm -hmm. to have you know um control over how social media dictates your lifestyle right that that's a good question that's a really good question and and i feel like you, you kind of touched on the head about it you know what i'm saying like you know, if you're on social media and you're not seeing driving this car or living here or doing this or doing this, this, that, and the third, then no matter how much money you're making, <laughs> right? It don't matter if you got a million dollars in your bank account. You know what I'm saying? If you're driving a, uh, you know, a Toyota or just a, some regular, regular car, people aren't going to perceive you as a high value individual regardless of how much money you have in your account. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's kind of like with social media, it, it's kind of like it can really be a dangerous place you know, for people mentally, if they really don't understand that literally everything on social media, it, it's like a persona. It's a facade, right? There's there's a lot of people on social media who 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 say that they're doing this and they're doing that and doing X, Y, Z, that and a third, but there's really no substance to that. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? They really don't have what it is that, that they're promoting. And then from the outside looking in, you look at so-and-so right on Instagram, so-and-so who just bought some Lamborghini or something like that and, and is living in the penthouse, whatever the case may be. And you would think to yourself, damn, man, like, you know, like, why don't I have that? And you start comparing yourself to other people, not even knowing that bro is probably behind his bills. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Bro probably rented out that Lamborghini with his last $1,000. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? That's probably, bro, that's probably his, his homie's penthouse where he just goes every now and then to take pictures in. So it's kind of like, it can be a dangerous place, which is why I so say you have to develop yourself mentally at the same as that. And, and also, it's knowing exactly who you are as a person too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to allow 
any anybody else is kind of like the way they're living or what they're doing to kind of like dictate the decisions that you make in your life. And that's why it's so important to just to stay true and stay grounded to who you are. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like a lot of times like social media can really, like I said, it can, it can get to people mentally. And if you and if you allow it to kind of like control you and dictate what you do, you'll get lost in that shit, bro. Mm -hmm. You'll get lost in it. You feel me? So you got to you gotta stay grounded. You feel me? Stay focused. Focused on the goals and and the things that you set for yourself. And don't and don't compare yourself to anybody. Don't allow any you know any other outside forces again to just dictate what you decide to do. You feel me? Stick to your plan. You feel me? Take action on that plan. Execute on that plan. And eventually you'll get to where you want to be at. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times people on social media they ain't even putting in no real work, bro. I'll be honest with you. They're not really putting in any real work. It may seem like it, but they're not really putting in any real work. But you will start to notice. Five years pass by, mm. 10 years pass by, 15 years pass by, you're going to actually see who is really putting in that work. And you got to ask yourself, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you just want to get to a specific goal so you can look cool for the gram? You know what I'm saying? Or are you actually trying to really do something and build something for not only your own life, but for future generations to come? You know what I'm saying? And, and I kind of feel like if you take social media from that mental approach, then it don't matter what so-and-so got going on the gram. That's good for you, bro. But I'm focused on me and what I got going on. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to hit that goal. Whatever you got going on, Cool, bro. Happy for you. Proud of you. But listen, like, this is my lane and I'm going to stick to it. You know what I'm saying? So 100%. So with that, you know, it's definitely safe to say you have an attractive mindset. And so you already know certified. the vibe that we have. And I, I got yeah. you a gift. I know Christmas oh, came early. No. You know, definitely. You head on the, the pod. Oh, the gift, you know what I'm saying? I, know is, I had to get you the exclusive hey, attractive gear. Listen, listen y'all. Okay. Mm -hmm. Listen, y'all. My and boy so, hooked it up. Yo, less than 10 yes, people sir. even have that. Less than five people even have that. You wow. one of the first ones. This is an original copy. It's not even for sale right now. There's no uh. website. There's no nothing. You can't even look at it. You can't find it. It's, it's super exclusive. And so, hey. you know, we had to bless you with that because you do have an attractive personality, yeah. an attractive style you know definitely yeah. had to bring you on the show you know there's so much yeah. knowledge that you have in you but at the same time like you're just a good person you're a good yeah. human being I and i that. put you on that type of level hey, man you know what i'm saying and so you know yes, sir. tell everybody where they can find you at where your business at everything. yeah so you can find me on the gram that's alex d fowler that's a-l-e-x and then d-f-o-w-l-e-r so alex d fowler you can also follow my business page the opulent men's club on instagram as well um i'm on tiktok too same username alex d fowler and uh, I think that's about it. Just um, yeah, TikTok and Instagram, and don't listen. Don't follow these fake pages now. Like you know, what I mean? be, be careful with that. There's been a lot of fake pages popping up. But I'm here. I'm in the flesh again. Alex D. Fell on the gram. Hey, and you know, like if, if you're an entrepreneur or just you're trying to pursue a path of entrepreneurship and, and you're trying to discover, okay, you know, like what can I do? How can I make money? Then you'll tap in with me. Just send me a DM on Instagram. Send me a DM on, on Instagram with the word attract. You know what I'm saying? With the word attract. You know what I'm saying? Attractive, you feel me? And I got something for you. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. oh, yeah, I see that. That's, that's a special plug it. right there. Make let's sure you also tap into his business. I know you're going to like some stuff. You know, opulent men's club and definitely shop 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 it's i'm good. sure he's still got a lot of good things there it's still everything going on and so yeah you know if you like the episode make sure you subscribe share with a friend go follow you already know it's mastermind rich you know we look good we live good life is good talk to us we talk back we out of here hey let's get it uh <laughs>